What do you think of when you hear the phrase, the greatest love story ever told? Is it Snow White and Prince Charming? Romeo and Juliet? Cleopatra and Mark Antony? Lancelot and Guinevere? Maybe Queen Elizabeth and Prince Philip? Or from the great classic TV show, The Honeymooners of Ralph and Alice Cramden? You may picture them riding off into the sunset or them pledging their undying love, willing to die over their forbidden love, or simply the jabs, sarcasm, and arguing that one of these days, to the moon, Alice, to the moon, followed up with loving hugs and kisses. But do you see yourself having the greatest love story ever told? Well, In this episode, I'm going to share with you how your relationship with God can be the greatest love story and what it takes to have an intimate relationship with God in episode 51 of The 318 Project. This is The 318 Project, a guide to equip men through godly principles and develop as husbands, fathers, and sons. And now, your host, Ryan Hare. Hello. I'm Ryan Hare, and welcome to The 318 Project. Now, I started off by giving some examples of a few couples. Some are real-life couples, and others are either fairy tales or characters from a TV show. There are many other examples that we could probably come up with of good and bad couples, even though some of those bad couples may have still had a long-lasting relationship that had their unique way of showing their love. Each one of the couples, though, had a different type of relationship, but there was an underlying deep love and care that was shown. It ranged from the fairy tale ending to a marriage that lasted over 70 years. One was a forbidden love that ended in suicide to a TV couple that seemed to argue and fight with empty threats of physical harm, but at the end of each episode, we see them having a warm embrace, and they're showing their love and care for each other. Now, you and I have seen so many types of relationships and the different ways men and women have shown their love for each other. Some have been healthy relationships and marriages that worked and lasted for years, while there have been harmful ones where the man or woman felt that even though it was a horrible and hostile environment that they needed to stay or they did leave the relationship because of the bad situation. How do you view your relationship with God? Or do you even have a full understanding of the relationship God wants to have with you? Many people have viewed God as having this hard, disciplined father that wants to punish you when you mess up and sin. Others see him as a passive father that just created the universe and left it alone to fend for itself. Maybe you see it how you would see your parents, your mother or father, and how they were towards you or to each other. But do you know that God wants to have a deep and intimate relationship with each and every person? 
When you think about intimacy, it's usually in that close personal relationship with your spouse in the bedroom. But the definition of intimacy has a range that says of being in a close friendship, a deep knowledge of a subject, a private atmosphere, or closeness to someone or something. This can be stated in having an intimate knowledge of details about a person, place, or events like sports statistics or movie quotes, which I am sometimes given a hard time about. Maybe it's being in a nice, quiet, romantic place or simply being close to someone such as holding them, embracing or hugging someone. The word intimacy itself isn't mentioned in the Bible, but God did show us how he wants to have an intimate relationship with him. There are several examples of intimate friendships that weren't of a sexual nature in the Bible. There was the love of Jonathan and David that they had for each other, as mentioned in 1 Samuel chapter 18. Then we see in the New Testament how John was called the beloved one, and we see him at the Last Supper with his head resting on the chest of Jesus. Both of these are examples of an intimate and caring friendship. But there's something with John and Jesus that stood out to me when it said he rested his head on the chest of Jesus. Thinking about a marriage or relationship and when your spouse is lying beside you and lays their head on your chest, at that moment, their ear is next to your body and depending on which side, It could be over your heart, and at that moment, they can hear your heart beating. And that is how I picture John sitting there just listening to the heartbeat of Jesus. That is what God is wanting from each of us. He wants you and I to draw close to him and hear what his heart is saying to each of us. That is the moment of intimacy that we can truly have with God. Now, the word love is mentioned the most times in the book of Psalms. Why is this? Maybe because David spent so much time with God in prayer while out in the fields watching the sheep that he had those intimate moments with God. And it was later even mentioned that he was a man after God's own heart. How do we see that when David even later on stumbled and fell and made mistakes that God still called him that? It was because of those close personal times in prayer and worship when he was alone with him, whether in the fields or later on when he was a king. Dr. Cole said that prayer produces intimacy. You become intimate with the one for whom you pray, with whom you pray, and to whom you pray. When we get in a place that you and I can focus and not allow the distractions of the world around us to interfere, then we can truly get into the presence of God and have those intimate times with him. It is in those times that he will encourage, strengthen, heal, or even correct us. 
many times it is just that embrace that takes all of our fears and worries away and it gives them to him. Jesus even said in Matthew 11 verses 28 through 30, Come to me, all you who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. God wants each of us to bring those things that weigh us down and place them at his feet and rest in his peace and comfort. Going back to Psalms, each time the word love was mentioned, it was preceded by the word faithful or unfailing. When we read about the greatest type of love that is mentioned, it is called agape, which means unconditional love. And that is how God showed us his love. It is that unconditional, faithful, and unfailing love that even when we fall, mess up, or even walk away from Him, that He still loves you and me. This is best represented in the verse everyone seems to know in John 3.16. It says, For God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten son that whosoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life so many times we will read that and we stop there but if you go on into verse 17 it goes on to say for God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world but that the world through him might be saved That is the agape love that God has for each of us, that he would be willing to sacrifice his son, Jesus, for the sins of the entire world throughout all time. Paul even tells the Christians in Rome in Romans 5 verse 8, but God demonstrated his own love towards us in that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. And in 1 John chapter 4 verse 16 says, and we have known and believed the love that God has for us. God is love and he who abides in love abides in God and God in him. James even said in chapter four, verse eight, draw near to God and he will draw near to you. And that is the greatest love story that each of us can have when we have a close, intimate relationship with God and Jesus. When we get close to them in our prayer time, praise and worship, devotion, and even outreach to help others, that is when God pours out that agape love in us. And when others see our love story with Christ, it will draw them to want to have a closer, intimate relationship with him also. So as I'm closing, I want to encourage you to take the time and ask yourself, Can I hear the heartbeat of God the Father? If you're unsure, then take this time to get away to a place where you won't be distracted 
and seek him and press in to hear from him and hear what his heart is saying to you. And if you do have that relationship with God, then I want to encourage you to still press in at times because sometimes we get comfortable in a relationship and we take things for granted. And it takes that time of just renewing those vows of love towards our spouse. But in this time of just renewing that intimacy with God and just getting a refilling and refreshing relationship with him. And that's what is all about having that intimate relationship, because when we draw in and have such an intimate relationship that we can say we each have the greatest love story ever told. So I want to thank you for taking the time to listen to this episode today, and I want to encourage you to continue to like, subscribe, and share this podcast with others so that they may be blessed and encouraged. And as always, I want you to have a blessed and wonderful day. Thank you for joining on this adventure of integrity and honor in godly masculinity. Be sure to like, subscribe, and share this podcast with other men. And remember to keep building faithful men.